Good morning everyone and welcome to our service here today at Kruko Community Church. Welcome to everyone that is here actually at the church today. Those that are watching on Zoom, those that are catching up later with Facebook and watching YouTube and everything. So welcome and enjoy our service today. Um, what a glorious day, what an amazing day. And today I have the amazing Simon Oliver co-hosting with me for the very first time. Give him a round of applause, everyone that's here. Thank you, thank you. Okay. So please be lovely, please be gentle. Simon, over to you. Well, it's lovely to be here. It really is an honour. I'm just stepping in for Steve, um, or sitting in for Steve. Um, and um, I've just been looking forward to this for a while. So I love the services. I think everything that you guys have been doing so far has been amazing. And I love the fact that now we've got, there's people in the church again now, which is um, lovely to see old friends and just connect with everybody again. And it's just been uh, a while coming, but here we go. Tomorrow we can do it even more. So let's look forward to that and seeing friends and family in, indoors um, for the first time in a while. So um, let's bless you all in that. Excellent. Well, we have our very first song coming up in a minute, and Simon's going to ask, what is everyone thankful for? Yes, yeah, put in the chat what you're thankful for on Facebook, um, any other media that you're using, and um, yeah, just let us know what you've, what's been good this week and what you've got to be thankful for. There's so much that we can be thankful for. God is amazing. God has been looking after us all the way, so we just want to um, remind ourselves of just how much God has done for us over the last year and over our lives, but, you know, particularly over the last week. So just put something down that we can share back with you and, and encourage everybody. So over to you guys. Okay, 10,000 reasons. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Worship His holy name. 
strength is failing The end draws near and my time has come Still my soul will sing your praise unending Ten thousand years and then forevermore Forevermore Bless the Lord, oh my soul Oh my soul Worship His everyone. It's been absolutely amazing to have so many things that we are actually thankful for from all different people. We are thankful that the COVID vaccinations are going on smoothly, that people, those that want it, are taking up the opportunity to have their vaccination. I'm personally thankful for events that are now starting to happen. Events where, for myself, um, including young people, starting teens and, and being with young people and having events in, the, in our community. Thankful for God's provision, that God is providing all that we need. Mm. For the church, we're thankful for electricity. We can actually yeah, have a yeah, service, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Mm. We're thankful for good friends and families, especially at times when we are in need and we need the support. And we're thankful that people have been really supportive to those that are in need at this time. We're thankful, um, different people are thankful for the fruit that has been sown. And the fruit is now being reaped of all the hard work for Be A Good Neighbour, where it's really having such a positive impact on our community, which is so good to hear. We're in a farming community. We're thankful for the rain. It may not be everyone's top of their list, but in this area, we're thankful for the rain. Okay. Amen. We're also thankful that we're in a time of transition where people are leaving their homes, perhaps for the first time, and are fearful. We pray that there will be confidence for those people. And finally, a lovely little message of Tracy Hallett on there, thankful for the NHS that saved her life this week after mm. a major surgery. Tracy, lovely to connect with you, and thank mm. you. You know, the NHS is unbelievably fantastic at this moment. If you've got any other, I'm going to pray for these in a second, but if you've got any others, you know, just bring them to your mind and just shout out, thank you, God. Mm. Yeah, Amen. thank you, God. Thank you that we have so many reasons to say thank you. 
but most of all because you love us. Mm. You are indeed a Father that just wants to bless us. When we ask for bread, you do not give us stones. Mm. You are a Father that wants us to have all the good things in life. And I'm thankful that there are so many amazing positive things happening, not just in our own lives, in our community, but worldwide. We thank you, Lord, that you have a plan that goes beyond all our understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yeah, thank you for that, Sean. it's my, um, my lovely pleasure now to uh, introduce um, a chat with Sean. It's going to be your last one for a while, isn't it? It I, is going to be my last one, And I think the young one, lady yes. that you're chatting with today is going to be taking it on for a bit, yes, I believe. So uh, over to chat with Sean. everyone um, and welcome to chat with Nana. I'm sure most of you are a bit confused why I'm the one talking first but um, I will be taking on big shoes to fill <laughs> but I will be taking on uh, moving forward and this is going to be chat with Nana um, so get ready I'll be contacting quite a few of you to get involved and today we've got the lovely, lovely Shan. What better way to start this than to uh, get Shan to tell us about herself and have a bit of ch- chat with her as well. Um, so Shan, most of us know you, but do we know you? <laughs> so could you introduce yourself? And <laughs> apart from being a pastor's wife, tell us a bit about Shan. Right. Yeah, everyone. I'm Sean. I am, yes, indeed, Stephen's wife. I'm also a teacher here in our community. I'm a mum. I'm a grandmother. Um, I'm an advocate for facing challenges in your life and just going for things. I love to blow people expectations about me and what they think I'm going to be like. I like to break the mould. That's very true. I think there's no doubt about it. Nobody can describe themselves any better. <laughs> but I, I think I've never told you this, but one of the reasons why we actually stayed at Kruger Community Church is because of you. <laughs> because you were the first to come back to speak to us, and we then realised you were Joshua's teacher, and we thought, what a better way. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> So, Sean, obviously we've been through the pandemic. Um, how have you found it? How have you coped with the whole pandemic and the whole changes generally? It's been really strange for me. In some ways, it's been full on. So for supporting Stephen, Stephen has actually probably worked a lot more um, with the community, doing a lot more dry, you know, a lot more input, doing all the be a good neighbor stuff and everything else like that. But at the same time, redesigning church, making church accessible for what he could do and literally working. So it's trying to support Stephen. At the same time, my job has changed completely at some points where I'm in school some days. Um, teaching from home other days and being doing lots of different things and just sort of in, in school out of school and just being all for this last year having real no routine so yeah. for me I'm a person who just does like routine and when I haven't got that and there's been so much change I found at times the pandemic has left me floundering my norm my, the normal has just been shattered 
every every two three months and I'm thinking oh what's my new normal today and trying to readjust that's been really difficult yeah I think most people have found it really hard to kind of find what the new normal should be and yeah that has been really really hard so obviously with everything that's happened what do you think what what do you say gets you going what actually gets you going with your faith obviously and every other thing basically yeah I mean like I I have had moments where I've been really rock bottom to be fair and spiritually as well that's really sort of hit me and come out of the blue and I just have a few things and I think a couple of people have mentioned them before and for me it is the verse be still and know that I'm God just be still be and know that I am God And the other ones that I tend to go to, I'm not, um, I do love worship songs. I love singing, um, but I tend to go back to ones that I had when I first became a Christian. And it's a Keith Green song, you know, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me and going back to the Psalms. And I just sometimes just sit there going, be still and know I'm God. And God just help me creating me a clean heart, wash away all the bad things. I've not, you know, just sort me out, get me there. I need to be in that place again. And those very simple scriptures are basically keep me going because I'm quite a simple person, really. <laughs> That's really good because I, I do like that song anyway, but it, it's sometimes I think it's really good to kind of just be still and listen yeah. because it's really hard with everything going on in our busy schedules to kind of just go with it and not wait and listen to God. So yeah, that is really, really good. Um, And so we all know you, we know you're Steve's wife. We know, uh, oh, you're fabulous. We all know Sean loves shoes. What is the one thing about you that you love that you think we all do not know? What do you do on your own that you love to do that we should know about? My guilty pleasure is Netflix. I'm I'm a binge watcher. I don't like to watch. I can't wait for in the next week. I want to watch them all. So that's my guilty pleasure of watching series and literally zoning out. I love sewing. Absolutely love sewing. If I could do sewing a lot more, I would love it. Those of you that know me, I'm a passionate advocate for women's rugby. Absolutely (laughs) love that. I think basically... As I've got older, I like the fact that I want to challenge people. And I think it stems from when we expect people to come to the church, to have a faith, to encounter God and be passionate about our faith like we are. But we are asking them to come to a group that they don't know anyone. They don't know where the toilets are. They don't know what what you have to do. When do you stand up? When do you sit down? Are you allowed to talk? And... They are nervous. So I genuinely try and put myself in a situation where I'm not sure. And I've got to go and sit there going, I cannot expect people to be brave and encounter me with their faith if I don't encounter things that scare me, such as going out and meeting people that I just don't know and starting something that's completely new. So I think I love to challenge myself. And it does get scary doing that, but I love it. Yeah. And it comes naturally. <laughs> that comes naturally to you as well, because most people I've seen around you, 
um, over the years do just feel very comfortable around you. It's, it's very natural and we love you for that. Like I can come to you with anything. So um, we love you for that. And that is the end for today. And breathe, Nana. <laughs> you can breathe now, Nana. That was brilliant. <laughs> Oh, Nana, you are truly brilliant. You were truly amazing. Thank you, Nana. Thank you. We're going to pray with you now, uh, for you, even though you're not here. We're going to pray that you are just going to be a blessing and you're, the people that you will choose, you will just have a God, um, divine wisdom who to choose for your chats and just be yourself. So, Lord, I just thank you for Nana. I thank you for the fact that she's willing to step up as a mum, as a, with a young child, that she's just wanting to serve you, that she is a woman full of passion that wants to do the right things, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you will guide her, that you will be with her, and you will just bless her all the way through this, Lord. She is just an amazing woman, and I can't wait for the next chat with Nana. Thank you, God, for Nana. Amen. 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 Okay, I'm looking at this. I think we have our next worship song is actually by Nana's sister. Okay, Prepare the Way. So this is a new song called Prepare the Way. Um, it's part of the Bethel Revival um, album. And basically it's just a song to remind us that we need to keep the revival going. We need to keep the fire burning, especially with churches going back. We just need to keep in prayer. Amen.
push back the doors We're ready for war Ready for war Firefall Income blow We're ready for war Ready for war Break down the walls Push back the doors We're ready for more Ready for more song sung beautifully girls thank you very much for that and um, I think we are ready for more aren't we we really are and uh, with that in mind um, one of the things that I love um, and I'm sure you all love the same is is our prayer times and I love listening to um, Jude pray because I don't know she just inspires me to to look deeper and and look um, for more and um, so with that I'll just hand over to Jude who's going to lead us in prayer now Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Simon. Um, Well, basically, it's interesting that we just had that song there today um, where, you know, we've got the girls declaring that they're ready for more. Um, And just the whole theme of this service, just listening to it, has been confirmation after confirmation from the Holy Spirit that what he asked me to pray for today is the right thing. Uh, Right from the get-go, Simon mentioned the word connect. And we gave thanks for a variety of things, including the update to our our electricity power. And I'll tell you a little secret, actually. I I messaged Steve yesterday and I said, I think that the update to our power was prophetic, even though it was a sort of like an inconvenience at the time. And I think God's reconnected us to our power power supply and he's updated our our power supply and I think that that's prophetic and Steve being the incredibly spiritual and profound man that he is said that he'd make sure he stood at a a good two meters distance from me just in case the power fell uh, because he didn't want to get electrocuted Um, but um, that's that's really the theme of praying today just the update of God's power that reconnection and connection has been a word that I think can probably summarize 
uh, everything that God's been speaking to me about, particularly over the last three weeks leading up to this. And, uh, and that connection, he helped me to see it as almost like the fuse box that we've all got in our houses with all of the little switches that run all of the different circuits. But without power to that box, we're nothing. And it's the same with church. We found that without power to the church, it, it literally, we could do none of this. So uh, God's updating our power supply. And that was really the theme of my prayer for today, that reconnection with God and connection with him first. And then all of the other circuits run from that power input from him. So on that note, uh, Father God, we just want to thank you today for, for our electricity, as we've already thanked you, but because you are the source of our power, you are our mains, we run on the connection that comes from you. We are to remain in you, as it says in John's gospel, in the vine, rooted into you. But Father God, we see that we cannot run without your power. And when we do, we very quickly run out, we burn out and we fade because in our own power, we are limited, even though you bless us with your favour, but in your power, nothing is impossible. So we just declare that over ourselves today. We want to declare that we are like that fuse box that controls and distributes the power uh, within every circuit of our lives, every zone, every place, family, work, whatever it is, Father God, you are the power that runs behind all of those connections. And we just declare that now. Father God, we know that as with the fuse box, circuit breakers break off the power supply wherever there is a fault. And we just want to come before you today and just ask you to reveal to us where there is a faulty connection. Those areas in our lives that we haven't quite connected, that we haven't quite uh, managed to be Jesus in those situations, and that you've disabled the flow of power through us for a reason to draw our attention, to reconnect back with you. Father God, we just pray that for any of us where there's a disconnect from the source, the main source, from you, from your love, from your power, um, that we would not get to that place where burnout ensues. We pray that we would hear your call to connect back with you today, to connect to God first, to return to our first love and to your presence and just to be with you for no other reason than being with you. And then all these things will be added unto us. Father God, we just want to connect to you first and help us to seek your kingdom, seek your presence above all things. And Lord God, we just declare over ourselves that as the children of God, there is no shame or a no blame culture in the kingdom of heaven. We don't need to condemn ourselves for any fault or failure in our connections with others or in our connections with God. If there is repentance, it is simply this, that we have not realised the full potential of the power we possess now and always have since the day of our new life, believing in you, because of what Jesus did on the cross. We just repent of a mindset that thinks and acts small, Father God, when you have so much to bless us with and so much power to do it in. Father God, we just want to just ask again for you to bless us with a revelation of all that we contain as we remain connected to God through Jesus. And Father God, if we're blaming ourselves for a disconnect in a certain area or a circuit of our lives, then we just want to declare the victory of heaven over that because we already have it in Jesus' name. And we ask you for a heavenly solution to the problem here on earth. And Father God, yes, we say sorry if we think or still uh, have believed that things are impossible um, when nothing is impossible with the power of Christ in us. 
So, Father God, we just declare that nothing is impossible for God. We just declare that we are connected to God. We want to thank you for all the incredible connections that have been made through this church, particularly, as Sean mentioned earlier, through Be a Good Neighbour. Father God, without connecting to God first, without having that vision from God first that Steve had, none of this would have been possible. So, Father, we ask that we remain in connection with you so that your great power does everything for us and makes it easy to operate within every circuit of our lives. And Lord God, we just pray also over over two particular prayer requests this week. And this is also, again, another connection. We've been asked by St. Bart's to pray for the the finding and the, the, the bringing in of their new minister to their church. And Lord God, we just declare... Uh, that you already have the person for that role, that you have a person who is mandated and ready to come forwards and step forwards and take on that role and to be the right person for that community. Father, we declare of Akruken that we are one church. And so as one church, we pray for every minister that ministers currently and every minister that is coming into the community, for them to work as an incredibly God-anointed team of leaders to bless the one church that exists here. Father God, bring us into your new vision for that one church of Krukem. Bring us into your new vision for us, for our families, for our futures, for our lives. But Lord God, we just declare now that St. Bart's already has its minister and that this person will be blessed by God and anointed to come forward and step into that role. Lord, may you already make that call to that person's heart. May there not be a difficult period of interregnum for them where they're they're struggling. Lord God, may you anoint the congregation. May you anoint their uh, PCC to know with absolute heaven-sent clarity that the person before them is the right one to appoint on the day that they make that appointment. And Father God, we just ask for your blessing on that pastor as they come in and on their family and for them to be filled with the Holy Spirit and anointed to do your work here in this community. And Father God, also in times of difficulty, in times of grief, we also look to the connections of family that are amongst us, the relationships that we have. And Father God, we just want to lift up Maggie's mum's funeral to you today. We just want to pray for um, that heavenly connection to be over every person there. We want to ask for you to comfort Maggie and her family in their grieving. We ask that you would just bless them with your Holy Spirit, that it would be a time of rejoicing in your goodness and trusting in your comfort in all of our sorrow. And Lord, we just we feel that as a family now. We just ask for your hand of blessing to be particularly on that day and particularly on Maggie as well. So Father God, we just lift all of our prayers to you today. We just come before you now and say, reconnect us back to you as our source, as our mains, as our power. And we just want to lay down everything that we've ever tried to do in our own power and declare that we will do nothing, take not one step if you're not with us, Father God. And we just pray that we will step out in our small ways, but your power will make the little that we do so much more and have so much impact this week. So Father, we just thank you that you have brought this to our attention, that you are a God who does not want us to live below the value of what has been already purchased and paid for for us, that you have a fullness of life that our minds can barely comprehend most of the time. But we just declare that fullness of connection, that restoration of running in your power over every single one of us here today. In Jesus' name, amen. And back to you, Sean. Do you know what? As Jude was praying and just talking about different things, I really felt God saying this idea of reconnect and just connecting with God. If you have never connected with God and you're listening, please contact us. And if you can't contact us, 
Go to your local community, find a local Christian church and connect with God. Ask about how you connect with God. And those of you that have perhaps been drifting away and felt that you've been distant from God, again, let us know, let us help you. And if we're not in the area, we will point you into a church, find you somewhere that you can connect with so that your walk with God can be connected. So please don't go away today or stop listening without actually connecting with someone today to help you to connect with God. But without further ado to the main event, The Upside Down Kingdom with Stephen Gray. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining in. I am in the church. I am live. Um, Judas to the left of me and Shannon Simon is over there, but it's really, really good. Uh, just to remind you that last week I actually mentioned, uh, we read the passage from Matthew chapter 25. It talks about the sheep, sheep on my right hand side and the goats on the left, about the sheep and the goats. And I asked you, asked you to send in some questions, which I've put them down into three questions, which I'm going to read and then I'm going to answer. Uh, but just to keep in connecting with the connecting with the electricity and the rest of it and connecting with God, it's just to remind you that, that really that the culture of the kingdom of God is there, but we can be connected into it. We can, again, we can have a power source, but unless we give it out, this is what this whole passage is about, really. It's about connecting with Jesus and then actually sharing everything out. So the first question that came through to me was this. Steve, isn't it someone else's job to do this? We have got a great care system in the UK, so we don't really need to be sold out in helping people. Let me read that again. Isn't it someone else's job to do this? We have a great care system in the UK, so we don't really need to be sold out to help people. Okay, so let me point out one or two things. So in the, the New Testament, in Jesus' time, and in Judaism, children, adults, they were all taught to look after, to have a, um, a compassionate system in place and to, to look after one another and actually it goes something like this uh, in Amos chapter 4 it says that you were not considered a good person if you crushed or oppressed poor people it was something everyone had to look after poor people uh, Exodus chapter 22 also says do not take advantage of widows and of orphans and the thing is, for, for, um, in Jesus' time, it would have been part of their culture, it would have been part of their system, part of their values, to actually help one another. And the, the six forms of mercy they're sometimes called in this passage, hunger, thirst, um, looking after a stranger, clothing, sickness, and visiting people, they're almost like building blocks of, of, human, of human life. And they're something that we really should be involved in. But is it someone else's job? Without a doubt, we, we've been celebrating our NHS over the past 13 months, but is it someone else's job to look after other people? Well, if you look at Jesus' ministry, he came to seek and save the people that were lost. He came um, to bring freedom. He came to bring release to prisoners. He, he came to heal the sick, and he came to give hope to the poor. And the thing is, guys, if Jesus came to do that, well, we know for sure that it is also our job to do that. So again, the values that were taught in those days are not something that are necessarily taught today. I checked with Shannon in school, um, what they teach in school. Do we really teach our kids to be compassionate, to, to do all these things? Well, we might mention them, but we rarely actually teach it these days. The second question is this. Who do I help? Come on, Steve. Who do I help? Who is my neighbor? And isn't it risky to invite strangers into your home? Let me say that again. Who do I help? Who is my neighbor? And isn't it risky to bring or to invite people into your home. 
Okay, now did you know that in Matthew chapter 26, Jesus actually says we will always have poor people with us, all right? We will always have poor people with us. But actually what we've learned, and actually looking at the upside down kingdom, the kingdom of God, Jesus' definition of poverty is not necessarily the same one that we would do because we tend to look at poverty as someone who's in need for food and someone who's in need for drink and someone who's in need for possessions. But Jesus blows that completely out of the water and he says, actually, a poor person is someone who admits that they have a need and they can't fulfill that need on their own behalf. So Jesus widens everything all the way up here. So um, poverty, by definition, again, it's someone who has a need that can't be met by themselves. So for someone who's hungry, for someone who's thirsty, quite often it's one of the simplest things to do is to give someone a sandwich or to give someone a drink or if someone needs clothing or someone needs an item, we we find it easier to give people something that physically goes from our hands to their hands. It's almost easier to give money in some situations, isn't it? But it can be harder to physically commit to actually helping someone. So when Jesus says, bring in a stranger and feed them and give them um, a bed, etc., that is quite risky today. Now, I have to admit, whilst it might have been part of the culture in the New Testament times, to bring a stranger into your house is quite a big thing. And we would always say, use wisdom in what you do. In fact, in schools, the way they teach the children, they will teach the children, don't invite strangers. Don't talk to strangers. In fact, even this past week, there has been an incident in this area of Krukern and, and just in the locality in Somerset where two men have been seen in a van and they're trying to entice children into the van by offering them sweets or stuff. And we say to the kids, no, don't go near them. But... I'm going to give you a flip side of the same coin, just for something for you to think about. So my first thing is for you to use wisdom. But the other thing is this. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2 says this. Some of you, by entertaining strangers, have entertained angels unaware. All right. Hebrews 13, verse 2 says this. Some of you, in entertaining strangers and bringing them into your home, have entertained angels unaware. Does that give you goosebumps? Does that make the little thing stand up, the hair stand up in the back of your neck? Sometimes when we do entertain a stranger, and when I say entertain, I don't mean put them in front of Sean's Netflix and sit and watch with them. I mean actually looking after them, caring for them. When we entertain them, when we bring them into our environment, we actually sometimes entertain angels unaware. Okay. So you and I, we might be able to financially give. Some people may be able to financially give into a situation. But what happens if you can't? Well, the good news is Jesus talks about visiting. He talks about people in prison. How about making a phone call? How about sending cards? I know some of you guys do that. You know, make a phone call to someone, just have a chat, send a card to them. Do you know, I was was joking with, um, it was actually Rob Summers during the week, and I said I was so pleased to get a letter, a handwritten letter delivered to me in the house. Uh, And then when I opened it up, I I started to read it and realized it was the Jehovah's Witnesses in the area were writing to everyone. Uh, But I was so pleased to get a handwritten letter, and apparently they've been sending them all across the area. But why not send a card saying, thinking of you? Why not send a little gift token or something like that just to bless someone? Visiting people in prison, all those things are practical. All, All those things are possible. So stranger danger, yes, Keep that in mind, but use wisdom. But yes, we are called. Who is my neighbor? Well, it's anyone. Jesus uses the story of the Good Samaritan. But do it for the least of these. Now, there is a big debate. Is Jesus talking to Christians? Is he talking to family? Or is he talking about everyone? 
Well, I've done a little bit of research and found a third believe Christians, a third believe family, and a third believe everyone. So, hey, you've got a third choice, haven't you? But whatever you do, absolutely commit to it. But it should be part of your nature. Not something you necessarily focus on, but something that just oozes from your nature, like the electricity you've been plugged in, and it just naturally comes from you. The final question is this. If my actions have consequences, do my inactions have consequences? Let me read that again. If my actions have consequences, do my inactions have consequences? Do you know in this story, the sheep appear to be the ones who are aware of other people's needs and the goats don't seem to be aware of other people's needs. So for me, an action is being proactive for the benefit of other people. It's not always about them coming to me. It's quite often about me going to them, to be willing to provide support whichever way I can. And if you can't provide it, and then sending it on to someone else who you know might be able to help. Inaction, what does inaction look like? Well, Jesus gives us that lovely story of the Good Samaritan, and inaction means that you have all the head knowledge, we have all the power plugged in, but we cross over to the other side of the road instead of going and helping an individual. Quite a weird one, that, isn't it? Because, yes, when we're connected with Christ, we're connected with his mercy and his love and the Holy Spirit, and we can't input into people's lives. But quite often we decide, you know what? It's easier to cross over to the other side of the road. I was talking to a bunch of ministers a couple of weeks ago, and I, and I said this. In my experience of being in Krukern for 21 years, I have learned one valuable lesson, and the lesson is this. Whatever you do, walk slowly through the community. Because if I simply go from A to B, go to Waitrose and back, I miss all the people and I miss all their stories. I miss the conversations. So my encouragement to you, whatever you do, wherever you are, whichever community you live in, is to walk slowly through your community. Because sometimes when you say hello to someone, they actually do want to talk back. So the final one was living by the principle, but not living by the practice. Let me give you one final slant on that for you know, people who may be further on in their faith, and, and this is specifically those who want to, to do fasting, where they come before God and they fast and they're seeking God for a reason. Isaiah chapter 58 gives a lovely slant on this, where God says, this is the thing that I love. To please me, true fasting means feeding the hungry, bringing, bringing the poor home to share a dinner, and clothing those in need. To please me, to please God, true fasting means feeding the hungry, bringing the poor home to share dinner and clothing those in need. I think it's one of the amazing things for, for those of us who've been Christians a while who, who like to seek God and spend time with God, where God is actually saying, do you know what, when you're fasting, that food that you were going to cook, how about taking that food and going and giving it to someone who needs it? Just don't fast, but actually take what you have and give it to other people. So finally, guys, to be Christ-like is to actually do these things. We need to do, we have the power, we have the ability to do it. Let's just do it naturally. One final thing I say in this. Be a good neighbor. I did mention, gosh, May the, or March the 15th, 2020, I sat in the office here in the church and God dropped be a good neighbor into my mind. As I was thinking about this, I've suddenly realized that be a good neighbor wasn't a command from God to say, start this. It was a reminder from God to say, do this. He wasn't actually telling me to start something new. He was actually telling me, reminding me, this is what we should be doing. So guys, let's completely give ourselves away. Let's be sheep rather than goats. Amen? 
Okay, guys, we have one final thing to say to you. Next Sunday is Pentecost Sunday. One final thing for me, anyway. Next Sunday is Pentecost Sunday. Uh, if the weather is good here in the church, we would love you to come into the car park afterwards and bring a sandwich because I believe next week we're allowed to have people, more people in and more people outside. And we would love to see you. Those of you who live locally, we would love to see you. Just pop into the church, enjoy the service, and we can all, we'll provide the tea and the coffee, but you must bring your own lunch. So what we need to do is pray for good weather for next Sunday and bring a lunch and it'll be absolutely fantastic to see you. You're all invited. Right, back to Simon. Bless you, mate. Thank you, Steve. That was uh, an amazing talk. I, I was really um, challenged by that. And as, as you were saying it, Steve, I was thinking about how I live my life. And one of the things that I've always really enjoyed is, is just talking to people. Jackie will tell you, we've got our own little shop in town and she says, I talk too much. Um, <laughs> it's true. I know. I get involved in people's conversations and I, I love to hear what people's story is. And you know, just to, just to kind of um, encourage you, everybody's got a story, everyone's got like um, a life, and they just are often feeling that no one's interested and that people just haven't got time for them. Um, but when you do stop and, and ask them, you don't have to ask them anything really deep, it's just, you know, you can say anything to people. And I've had people break down in tears in the shop just because I've asked them a very simple question and for a moment in their life they've just feel heard and feel valued and feel kind of like connected and um, yeah it's, it's just an amazing privilege when people kind of allow you into their lives so I would really encourage you just to take a little bit more time you know I know all of you do it I'm sure you know but it's um, it's a real privilege and a, and a beautiful thing when people let you into their lives so so be encouraged with that. And with that in mind, I'll introduce the next worship song. It's um, So Will I, where God encourages us to be part of his world, you know, where he's created everything and he just wants us to be worshipful and prayerful and praise him for all the beauty and everything that he's done for us. So um, over to So Will I.
You know, so will I. You know, those words um, are just amazing. We've got a creation, we've got everything provided for us. So, how are you going to help? We have got many people in our communities. We have got many widows, widowers. We have orphans, we have single mothers. We have people out there that need our support. How are you going to support this? Well, Malcolm, it's over to you. I'd like to have all my hair cut back to number four. I've been growing it since the first shutdown, so it's been over a year growing. I'm going to try and raise a thousand pound minimum for to be shared between Wake and Africa and Be a Good Neighbour. Amazing. I think that flick at the end, Malcolm, is just amazing. I, I think we should all learn how to do that. It would uh, it probably doesn't look so good on me because I haven't got the hair for it. But, but yes, well done. I'm really uh, looking forward to watching that happen, that um, haircut. Um, it's come to the end, really, now of our service. Um, I hope you've all enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to close in prayer in a moment. Put um, anything in the chat that you'd like... Um, any comments you'd like to make, anything that you'd like to encourage each other with. Um, the, the, um, the lines are open, as it were, for you to uh, encourage one another. And, and as we think about this coming week, let's, um, let's all consider it's Pentecost Sunday mm -hmm. next weekend. And um, someone's just pointed out to me, we've now got three-phase um, electricity in the church, which could be construed as being Father, Son and Holy Spirit. <laughs> Um, so um, let's just invite the Father. Look, it's all falling apart. <laughs> let's just invite um, Father, Son and Holy Spirit into our day-to-day -day lives in a much bigger way so that um, he can be everything that he wants to be in our lives. So I'll just close in prayer and, mm. and say thank you for um, um, tuning in. And Father, thank we you. just thank, thank you so you. much that you are our God mm. and that Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, we thank you for everything that you've been doing in our lives and everything that you've um, brought us to, to this point. Um, we love connecting with you. We love connecting with one another. Um, and we know that over the past year or so, there's been huge changes taking place. And seeds have been sown that are beginning to show um, fruit 
in our lives and in the life of our church. Mm. And we just thank you, Father, that you're not a God that stands still, that you're constantly on the move. Mm. And we just want to keep our eyes upon you. Um, lead us into this next period of time. And I just pray, Father, this coming mm. week as we prepare our hearts for Pentecost, mm. um, that you would um, just fill us with all of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. As we think about them, there's, there's a lovely list, you know, kindness and joy and grace and peace. Um, and there's a few there, you know, there's tolerance mm. and, and so many things that we need to um, walk in, Father, as we go through this period of time. And I just thank you, Lord, that you are leading us on. And um, yeah, bless mm. us, Father, and bless all the people watching mm. and yes, bless all Jesus. the people who've come out this morning. And, mm. um, and we will see you next week, guys. Goodbye from us. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from Sean and everybody else here. Yeah. Goodbye. Ha <laughs> ha.